0: Welcome to Opinions Like Ales, everybody, your favorite pop culture podcast where we have opinions and most of them stink. My name is Michael Zampino. With me, as always, is Hilton Price. I I am a, a hero. I
1: am a hero walking amongst you, a superhero, uh, someone who makes the world better. I was uh-huh. driving here this morning, driving okay. down Harvard here in beautiful Tulsa, Oklahoma. Harvard Avenue, Harvard Avenue, coming up on Forty First Street, relatively busy intersection. Yep. There's a grocery a store right there. there, a lot of businesses. New Mango, uh, yeah, we're about to open. I think it's Avenue. open now. They, they I may have to stop there. The New Mango Canvas. Yeah. Do they sell Robot Farmer products? Not yet. Fuck them. <laughs> uh, so I'm at the, I'm about to hit the stoplight, and I'm in the right lane, and and the right lane, of course, the left lane is just going straight. The right lane is, you can either go straight or you can turn right. I'm in the front car in the right lane, and at the last second, I quickly looking first because you got to always check. I look, and then I jump over to that left lane, freeing up the right lane should someone want to make a right turn. <sighs> right, man. And immediately, immediately, the first two cars to pull up to that stoplight. Now on my right made that right turn. They would have had to wait minutes. Upwards
0: upwards of 60 to 90 seconds. Could have been
1: 90 whole seconds to make that right turn if they had been stuck behind me. I am a hero.
2: You can turn left, you can turn right from anywhere you want as long as you just believe in yourself. Well, And and if you have a Jeep because I can drive over you. See, and admittedly the yard uh, right there
1: was was small. Uh, they could have got up on that curve, cut across that yard
2: no Absolutely. problem. Absolutely. No problem.
1: What's uh, that
0: voice?
2: That's the voice of our good, good friend and return guest, Bo Tyler, everybody. My name is Bo Tyler. I make music. This is not my studio and no. uh, unlike these a-holes, my opinions are amazing. <laughs> <laughs> They're okay. They're all right. No, no it's, it's not your studio. No, they're but, right,
1: or or you're wrong. Uh, that that definitely sounds on brand for us, <laughs> for sure,
2: for sure. Uh,
0: now, not being at your studio, what do you think of the evolution of our studio? How it's how it's, it's the come. same with more pop dolls, yeah, but less bullshit too. I've got a nicer board, clean and, setup. Yeah, yeah. Now we have room for like a box of tissues. I know you're so adult now, and like which we have a lot ash of
2: ashtrays between us, like yeah,
0: hand sani. I yeah. got some sani. Yeah. You yeah. That sticky. way you can
2: keep your lungs dirty and your hands clean. Yeah, it's so I can jerk off with hand sanitizer and then have tissues. Oh,
0: that's that's got to hurt.
2: It oh, does a little
0: bit, but, it, you know... Because if you... Okay, I'm just... All right. I, I want it to be... Sloan, turn off the podcast. Ultra clean, <laughs> also, while getting
1: the job done. I, I guess. If I
0: guess. you... I'm sorry. If you thought your daughter was going to listen to this show, I... We made a mistake. <laughs> yeah, that's, this is we got to make a different one for that. Anybody I work with, turn
1: off the podcast. That's right. A, a, that would be that we need a PG version of the show. You know, like, I
0: will say that Eleanor super duper wants to start a podcast now. Well, we do have a network. She's obsessed with the idea of starting a podcast. So she drew the other day, you guys, the other day she drew a cover art for a podcast. Called Opinions <laughs> Like Beeholes." No, it was, it was for her and I. <laughs> The peachy version <laughs> <laughs> opinions like C Holes.
2: Oh, that got weirder.
0: <laughs> oh, I thought we were just doing like school grades.
2: <laughs> oh, I
0: see. A B uh, Opinion like
1: no, D Holes. No, she wrote,
0: she called it the Zampino show. And I was like, oh, that's amazing.
1: Yeah, it was
2: me and her. and she drew both of us.
1: I'm about to be replaced. I'm so about to be replaced. No, it's just a new show. Well, like, it could <laughs> be
2: about like how nice her daddy is. And it's called like Zampinas. Zimpinice. nice. <laughs> that's that's Pronunciation is going to be very important. Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's like the the 30 are you a 30 Rock guy? You ever watch 30 Rock? Uh yeah. Yeah, and Je- and Jenna Maroney, she had the uh she she had the she wanted people to come to her side of the of the aisle, so she had her her website genocide.com.
2: <laughs> 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 and Liz is like, just just say it out loud. <laughs> God, I love wordplay like that. It's so fun. Uh, I've decided anytime you say something that I'm afraid of Being attached to, I'm going to say your address out loud, and then you'll have to edit it out. Mm. What is that?
1: Again? A portmanteau?
2: Is that a
0: when, when you match you
2: put two words together? Yeah. That's portmanteau. Yeah, yeah. You're
0: just skipping that's over a thread. That was good. <laughs> that's a fun word. That is a fun word. Francisco. Francisco. That's fun to say. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and use portmanteau in a sentence naturally in the next
1: week. Yeah, just go for it. Which the only way to do that. Portmanteau. The
0: only way to use that naturally in a sentence is to point out when someone has used one, and then you look like a fucking
1: yeah. 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 idiot. Yeah. 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 You're like, oh, that was a portmanteau, and then they're like, cool, dick head. Thank you. <laughs> There's not even like an easy way to like work it to like language where it, it sounds like that word, but you're really saying something else. Right. You know, like like if I, I can't. Do
0: you need to go down to, we got to pick
2: up a shipment from the port of Catusa. the portmanteau. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. See, now that doesn't quite work. No, it doesn't. Un- I does. have a question. I want to test something out real quick. Hit it. Everyone will go one, two, three, and then say it. Not on three. Okay. I want to hear everyone's favorite word. Oh. Portmanteau got me on like a whole little little mental journey there while you guys were talk- oh, talking weird. I Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Even, okay. Don't think about it. Okay. Just follow your heart. Close your eyes. Yeah. Three. Or, sorry. One, two, three. Bilateral. Puntang. Well, I didn't hear shit. You said bilateral?
0: I did. Hey, you wow. You said poontang. Yeah. You did?
2: Yeah. It and needs I, to come back. I what? said butthole. <laughs> That's a good one, too. If, if there's no... It's <laughs> the most passive-aggressive way... To address someone's lameness in a way that makes them laugh rather than get mad at you, is if you say, "Like, <laughs> dude, you're being such a poontang right now." Like, it, the people are like, "I, I word- am being a poontang. I'm sorry. My words sucked." bilateral <laughs> what's funny is like
0: I, I definitely parallel I definitely, that's a good one too. I definitely only thought of the moment uh, where Ron is typing out all of his favorite words.
1: America yeah
0: butthole <laughs> that's one of the best best bits in all of Parks and Rec
1: yeah, he gets a new typewriter I'm gonna type is? every
0: word I know yeah they they're like trying to get rid of it because it's super loud <laughs> and he's typed on there like if any of you a-holes try to get rid of this typewriter I'll kill you <laughs> and then he comes back and he's like I'm gonna
2: type Every word I know, <laughs> so I love The Office too. You were telling me I never knew before the other night what an the office the sequel uh, I never knew. Oh, The it, Office as well, <laughs> the, the good one, not the prequel. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they're both amazing, yeah. I guess. Um, one's just amazing with an accent, one, one would have been amazing, but they had the, 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 the original didn't hit that stride, it, 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 it wasn't long enough, yeah. But they, the argument could be made that it's a
0: completely different stride in the UK than it yeah. is in America. It was the, they used the exact same show in America for six episodes,
2: yeah. Mm. I watching an know. interview about it. They they read off the same script. It's a different it was Rain stride talking about it the other day. Yeah.
1: It's a different stride because Britain has the Ministry of Silly Walks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 But they, they didn't was. have
2: Rain Wilson. Fuck off. They, yeah. Um, yeah, that's true. The greatest season of The Office, Ooh. or the greatest? Or, I'm not talking about the better show, or the greatest season of Parks and Rec. Which one? Do I which one do I take?
0: Oh, The, office, every the time. office. Really? Yeah, hands down. Oh, The Office, hands down every time. Because my attachment to the office is so much deeper than, than Parks and Rec. Like, my
2: attachment to Aubrey Plaza is unhealthy. Wow. Fair. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Fair. You Fair. should seek therapy about that. Did no, she... I shouldn't. They would say good job. Yeah. That good they, or that you would be yeah. in jail. <laughs> yeah, they, well, yeah. they would be like, you need a restraining order. It's okay. It's not like that. <laughs> every, every <laughs> you did say unhealthy. Something about being a dad changes the way I look at a lot of that things. Like I don't look at Aubrey Plaza and I'm like, I want her. I look at Aubrey Plaza and I'm like, I hope my daughter's that weird. In that such a great way, and I and I would love to be her friend. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, you keep saying that. I'm but no, kidding. the the, the <laughs> or, or, or you know,
1: <laughs> or, or should should one thing lead I, to another? I uh, you know that's like uh that's um, Walton Goggins. Let's just do a hard pivot. Walton. All right. <laughs> yeah. Good job. <laughs> Walton Goggins in Dreamin' Wild. Uh, we watched a trailer. I forgot that he sometimes
0: does not comedy, which is like pretty much where i think he came from not comedy he came from doing like more regular movies yes. walton well, goggins is the guy uh have you watched any of the danny Danny's, mcbride stuff yeah, he's it's like it's a, in vice principles and righteous gemstones oh yeah yeah he's and, great yeah he's
2: yeah amazing. so you can go to his picture oh, oh so that's what i was saying <laughs> that's him yeah yeah yeah, That's he's it. in everything. He's in um uh, is it Hateful, the, the Eight. Hateful Eight. Yep, yeah. Django Unchained, <laughs> Lincoln. He is in uh, Django and Unchained, isn't he? Yes, uh, Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah. Is he one of the guys that gets shot really early on in the movie? Um, no, no, he's pretty. I think he stays in pretty late in the movie, if I remember. When does correctly. he come
1: into Righteous Gemstones? Because I just restarted I season one.
0: Uh, pretty early on, like okay, cool. in season one. Yeah, Great. He's cool. Un- Uncle Baby Billy. Okay, he's. I will say. His parts in Vice Principles and Righteous Gemstones
3: mm-hmm.
0: are two of the best comedic performances in comedy series that I've ever seen. He's, he fucking steals every scene. He's so fucking genuinely hilarious. Yeah. Um, it's just so fucking good. I just recently rewatched Vice
2: Principles in its entirety, and I loved it even more. He somehow like possesses, at the exact same time, the appearance of what you imagine an inbred uh uh bootlegger from West Virginia in like nineteen twenty seven. Uh-huh. I think that's why he gets and cast also, in a lot of and period also pieces. He's super handsome, right? I don't know how yeah. he's both of those things at the same time, but th- that must allow him to stretch his acting. It does. Insane. A lot you're, of people it don't know. Does because he can really do characters because of that. Yeah, I'm serious. It's, well, like, yeah. it's the Giovanni Rabisi thing.
1: And society has propagandized uh, uh, falsely the unattractiveness of inbred uh, 1920s bootleggers. They were all hey, incredibly we, handsome listen, men. Listen, we don't judge you. <laughs> <man. We laughs> Sorry, don't about, judge your you <laughs> Sorry about your grandpa. Leave my
0: family alone. Um no, but you're absolutely right. I, like I think that could be a, little, a lot of why he gets cast in a lot of like Lincoln, Django, Hateful Eight, those, like period pieces. He's not like a traditionally
1: handsome well, man. Look at but him, he, well, he look is at him right not, there. He's got the he jaw, he's got
2: the nose. No, He's a good-looking guy, too. It's just yeah. like he can... He can scrunch that face up and he's, he's a totally so different dude. He's so funny. Yeah, man. he's
1: so genuinely funny in those shows. Yeah, he's got a massive forehead though. I'm you call ever feel it, like the call best, call best actors Van are so- He's got a forehead like a 14-year-old Hilton. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> you <laughs> ever feel like
2: the best actors are so good that you obviously notice them. You you don't really notice them until five movies later because they were blending into the movie so well. That's what this and guy some was some other guy me. may have been like- stealing the scene with big actions but here they were just playing their part perfectly yep i only know about guy. him
1: because because mike's been man crushing on him for a couple years now so so he's you, so good yeah
2: he's really good he's, re- he's I'm not, incredible i'm not
1: i'm not i'm not judging he yeah. looks
2: also he looks like he was a guitarist in an early 2000s um booty rock band oh i could Ooh, booty rock I, band. I could say grunge band too like well post grunge Post flirting, crunch. flirting okay. with pop, but doing it heavily. Okay, yep, yep, you know, yep. M- maybe okay. he even played bass in the Biscuit.
1: What's the band? The, <laughs> the 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 called you up? I put my car out. On He's the lo- totally the
2: singer of Lit. Yeah, Lit. yeah, right, yeah, yeah.
1: I love that I didn't quite know the words to that, but I got Best through it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something I, about know, a car I had a fr- and a lawn. <laughs> I have
2: a friend who- uh, That song it, is like the white trash anthem now. Like. No, that, that song's sucks. amazing. <laughs> listen, listen, it's amazing in a bad way. Go, uh, I have a friend who I've been the playing music with- The timing of that with. was
0: incredible.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm right. He's wrong. Opinions like <laughs> A-holes, great opinions. Uh, I have a friend who I've been playing music with since I was 14. Yeah? Who, who did my first recordings with him. Uh, we're still friends and our relationship largely exists around here's an album we used to listen to that we've both forgotten about. And he sends me the lit album and he goes, I don't think we all remember how many hits were on this. And I go, okay. Wow. And I listened to the album and I was like, Oh, we remember my own worst enemy. But do you remember the, you make me come, you make me complete. Great turn. Then they do it three times. You make me completely miserable. Uh And I was listening to that whole album. I was like, Oh, It's like uh, Eve 6. You forget that they have like 20 hits. Mm -hmm. Although I love Eve 6. I do love Eve 6. I love Eve 6. I have no opinion of Eve 6, good or bad.
0: Uh, But I will say that I think... Lit. I think fans of Lit have done to me what fans <laughs> yeah. of Tool have done. Do Lit Tool. really
2: have fans though? Like I always well, thought of I, them I, as like a pop culture uh, band. Okay, like let they me, just had kind of yeah. Let me they're,
0: like the they're, the they're like the new Hold radicals. On. We just all know. Let me rephrase. You know, the radicals were amazing. <laughs> <laughs> let me rephrase it. Hold I, on. I do love that song. Give me a second. Love let me say it different. If that was alright. The way people react to a cover band playing lit, and the people who get really excited about a cover band oh, playing lit—it's lit,
2: so, so like—it has made me hate lit. Well, it's because they're an embodiment of a time that those people were seventeen. Yeah, yeah. No, nah, because they're they're way too old. <laughs> <laughs> they're way
0: too old. I'm talking they about never these are like
2: people in my mom's
0: era. Oh, oh they're wow. like okay. Pumped up at the MZ. I, I refuse.
2: <laughs> I, I refuse any longer in my life to judge the. Um, the quality or how I perceive music based on the fans of that band, mm. I feel like it's. Yeah. At some point, I was like, "All right, that was funny when I was younger. Now I'm being a prick." Yeah. Like, oh sure. Man, it was also it was cost- Tool, but I'm
0: not going to tell people I like Tool because of Tool fans. Well, well, it's.
2: Uh, <laughs> either way, I mean, I just for me, I realized there were a lot of there was a lot of good music I was missing out on a long time for the way people perceived them. So, like, yes, I'm not sure real. I ever would have started making rock music unless. Friends who at the time, and you don't realize it until you're removed and you remember the things that said, who were absolutely just like like racism baked in, made me feel bad for how much I loved hip hop as a kid. Oh, for sure. And then I go into a phase where like there's four or five years where I'm like, I hate hip hop. And really I was just trying to like fit in with people with stupid opinions who were all echoing other stupid opinions and no one knew where the stupid opinion came from. I remember
0: yep.
1: hearing I was a teenager.
2: I too. do
0: not remember who specifically said it to me, but in middle school, I remember a kid saying to me I can't believe you like that black music. Uh, oh God. God!
2: And me being like, "What the fuck?" Oof.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: And then I liked it even harder. That's <laughs> <of laughs> good spite. for you. We the, we the Ghost was just me going like, "How do I bring in the music I actually like to this rock music that people are expecting
3: me?" Mm-hmm.
2: So our first album was called White Noise. Yeah. And that I- whole, so the second album, it was all a setup. I wanted to call it Black Music. At the time, because like that's what we were influenced, and I was making a reference to like all of the greatest like white music in history was stealing someone's black music. Whether it was El- Elvis, well, Elvis stole from Chuck Berry and his vibe. The Beatles at least like paid homage to it every second they could get and gave him all the credit publicly in the world. They didn't hide that influence away, hmm. but you take that's fair. Any of this music and it was taken from that. So all I wanted to do with the record was very openly uh, uh, pay love to the music. I really lo- loved and I thought white noise, black music and our manager at the time was like, no, you can't do that. You can't do that. I'm like, but it's not racist. He's like, but although read is the title, and I'm like, I don't care. But he's like, I'm paying for the album. This isn't happening. So yeah. that kind of got shut down. Which, I, I, I don't know. It, I refuse to. That's why you don't like you too. In retrospect, what do you think? Do you think it was the right decision, or or do you wish you'd still gone through with it? No, I I, I think it was a pointless decision. Now that I look back at it, I don't I don't see the point of um. I don't want to shock people into listening to my album or confusing them into listening to my album because either way, they're not going to get what they expected. And as soon as people have an expectation, um, you've already failed them before they listen to the first song. And it wasn't going to like...
0: Dang, I was going to name my first solo album Really Kick-Ass Album.
2: (laughs) That's Uh, a good name, though. That's fun. (laughs) (laughs) Michael Zampino. You just have a really bad cover to go with it and they'll be like, I sense irony on the way.
0: No, uh, I'll let Eleanor draw the cover. (laughs) Save it for the greatest hits.
2: Oh, yeah. Because at that point, no, no, it gets be wacky no. My and weird. first
0: album will just be called Michael Zampino's Greatest Hits.
2: You know what we named? Ended up naming the album out of... Uh, out of... Kind spite? Of, out of spite was like... I was like, cool. I'll name it the most like on-the-nose thing of what it is. And we named the album a stereophonic listening experience. Oh, yeah. Because that's that. what used to be on like the cover of albums. Yep. It would say that. And then we rather than having anyone draw the album, I went and found a friend who was... He's not listening. A terrible painter, but that made it kind of good. And I was like, paint our faces. And it was so bad. And I was like, that's the album cover. It's nice. like laid it down on the driveway and took a picture and sent it to our label. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> I love Here the you title.
2: Go. <laughs> I, I love the title though. Yeah. It grew on me too. Yeah.
0: It grew on you too. I <laughs> get it. <laughs> um, so yeah. Walton Goggins in a new movie about what we thought might have been a member of Emerson Lake and Palmer. but <laughs> yeah, no, Probably no. not. We're I not, just don't know anything about still Joe don't Emerson. Know? Yeah. Still don't know. Or Donnie Emerson, who seemed to be the driving force of yeah, the musical exactly. duo. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't I didn't know them as a unique musical duo, for sure. hmm hmm So, but yeah, several albums. And this is one of those movies, uh, Dreamin' Wild, that strikes me as something where I'm going to learn about something that I
2: don't know and fall in love with the people behind it along the way. I feel like this mo- movie, based on the trailer, could also be called Almost Famous.
1: One hundred percent.
2: That's most famous it did have too. A little bit of yeah. like
0: almost famous vibe. Yeah. I didn't
2: just mean that. I mean they were musicians who were brilliant who weren't famous, and then oh, they got yeah. famous later. Almost, you know. You know yeah. Right, right, yeah. right. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, right, yeah. But no,
0: like some of the like the the, the
2: it was a joke. Yeah, yeah no, I get it. Just it, wasn't a, it wasn't a good one.
0: <laughs> I was trying to let it slide. Uh, the it did have it gave me that kind of feel of like that that movie that that the the. I don't know the the wonder behind the making of the music and like the, how much you can love something like you know what I mean mm-hmm. very I
1: very different movie but it struck me as like it would hit me kind of like um uh Was it just called Selena with Jennifer Lopez Uh playing Selena? I almost wore my Selena shirts. Right? Because Selena was an artist who I didn't know much about, but when I saw the movie, not only did I get to learn and and fall in love with the music, but also just the characters. Right. You know, her, her band, her, you know, uh, her father. I love that kind of music. Yeah. We have a
2: bunch of family in in Mexico, down in Guerrero, and and, uh, uh, that's what is everywhere, and that's so ingrained into my childhood. Nice. I love that. Hey, speaking of music, I love your Gerard Way pop doll. Thank you.
1: Yeah. Th- th- you know, a lot of... <laughs> the, the,
2: the it's, way It's Robert Smith, for those of you yeah. not watching this podcast. He thought I'd get real mad, and then I threw him a curveball. The, the way you've come <laughs> around
1: to to, um, uh, to Dashboard Confessional is impressive. Is that, is that what he's liked from? I always Dashboard
2: Confessional. No, that was chem- uh, My Chemical Romance. They're good, too. Way. They're great. They're I great. will tell you, out of any band we ever played with, they were... My Chemical Romance? They were among the two most surprising groups of people that were so supportive of that scene nationally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we played with them in Dallas. Only one show. We didn't tour with them. There was a, I had just moved to Dallas, and there was a radio contest with The Edge there, and we thought, well, let's get into it. That would break us into this scene. And it turned out My Chemical Romance was listening to all the submissions, and I would have assumed it was their management, but they came up and talked to me about it. They listened to every submission, and they picked us. Oh, nice. And... Uh, uh, Gerard and his brother Mikey, the bass player, stood on the side of the stage at Curtain Club and watched until our last song because they had to go back for something in the yeah. in the back room with the with the band. Watched the whole damn set, and afterwards, were just completely kind to us, shouted us out from stage. We were just like, really nice and took the time to talk. That's awesome in an authentic way, not like a let's go do the Facetime. Mm-hmm. Let's give them some. Let's, yeah, let, yeah. Let's give them a memory. Just, I mean who knows what they became after this is like when they were blowing up on their second hit off that first big album with all the rushmore references okay but it was uh yeah i can never i can never see them as anything but those guys and it makes me love them i've never That's nice I've never disliked my Chemical Romance. What made me realize, I don't know like, much about I meet them. so many bands in that genre. It's like, oh, you guys never even met before this record deal. This is a put-on. This is a put-together. You're a pop band with eyeliner. Mm. Like, seriously, that happens way more. Some oh, of people's sure. favorite <coughs> emo bands are like, this is basically a boy band. Name They're, one. Paramore. Five Seconds of Summer. Okay. People yeah. like that. I've uh, never even heard of them. I mean, they may know each yeah. other, but uh, but they were like, oh, you guys are punk rock kids who got melodic. No, they I, weren't. That, that's my fine. chemical romance. Yeah, right. I know. I know. That's Robert <laughs> Smith. I know. But, but uh, <sighs> where it's like, oh, you guys are legit. Like you're making the music you actually love. Yeah, with your best friends. That's how. Oh, like you know the that's, dream. Honestly, that's <laughs> what that's what made me fall so in love with Coheed and Cambria was because
0: like they sort of got pushed into that genre but they were kind of that genre by default they're definitely I look at them as more prog rock than emo for sure yeah but yes. what I loved about them was they were like this is what we're doing we're telling this story we're you know every album has its thing and it's t- it's telling the story of these characters and we are doing it whether it m- makes it or not yeah. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they, they, and that's what I love so much about that their, reminds me their of, uh, journey of, as a band. I had
2: years of them ruined for me. Um, mm. That sucks. Well, because, because they're fucking phenomenal. When I saw them, their only hit at the time was the Good Eye Sniper. You know that one? Yeah. Favorite House Atlantic. And is that what it was called? Mm-hmm. But the problem was, I saw them with a band that they were better than, but they weren't better li- live. And, and they knew it and they gave up. And I was at like the performing phase of my life, so I really judged their professionalism on it. So they made a terrible, 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 terrible mistake of having their main support on that tour be Underoath in Underoath's Prime mm-hmm. on their the only chasing safety album. And you can love or hate Underoath, but if you don't understand what Underoath does live, and the I've never experienced energy like that in any capacity at any moment in my life. The crowd was packed so tight that when I would get tired, I would just lift my feet off the ground because the crowd was, was holding me up and I could relax. But I spent almost the entire show with my arms around a girl on the barricade who was going to die. And funny enough, a year later, people died at one of their concerts. Hmm. A, a couple of years later, because they were trampled to death. Because the, it's insane. But to follow that energy as Coheed and Cambria, who doesn't move on stage, they don't do that sort of thing, It was such a bad casting of an opener Mm. that it made their show so boring that there were maybe 300 people left in this 2,500-seater by the time they were done, and they were so irritated that they weren't playing their set list, and they were just having like three or four-minute conversations with each other off mic, and we were all just standing there. And at one point, they just like sat their guitars down and like walked off stage to like hang out, and then they came back and – Played an encore that no one asked for, and it was a cover song they had never rehearsed, and it wasn't punk rock, and it wasn't cool, and it was so off-putting. Maybe to you, Maybe no, nobody cool liked it. Else. There were there were fans there that loved that band. Maybe I they saw, loved it. I saw a couple of people take their Coheed and Cambria shirts off. Like it was like they they lost a lot. I'm getting vibes. It, it was just of- one bad night, but it was the only night I got to see them, and I and I. Sh- I know better now than to judge a band by a bad night. This is giving me there were people on
0: tops of buildings celebrating 9 11 vibes. No, it was a real thing. I'm Um,
2: I'm getting a,
1: and then everyone clapped vibe no, off this like, so there were well, probably about two thousand give him another chance
2: yeah, it was about two thousand people at the beginning of the show and by the end you could hear personal conversations <laughs> happening like it was yeah but if it you was had one weird, show that bad and somebody amazing. never
0: ever gave you another chance
2: no, i know i'm saying i realize now it's ridiculous but i was right, like yeah. 23 at the time and all i could see was like well now's the chance you that, would
0: love their new stuff so much though
2: no of course and, and I, I genuinely I, and I, would i've listened to to all of their music within the last few years, in We the Ghost, our drummer's favorite band was Coheed. and he nice. he got me. Their out drummer tr- is. One but of my well, imagine parts. you go on a bad a, a bad first date, and the girl's just the worst person you've ever met. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's your vision of her for the rest of your life. Sure, yeah, it was that. That sucks. Yeah, that happens. It's
1: uh, and that and that's the that's the biggest thing that I I always hate about introducing someone to anything, whether it's movies, TV, is you know if you get. Someone who is not does not have the patience, is not super open to that, mm-hmm. and you happen to get that patch of that song, of that episode, of the beginning of that movie that has that boring five minutes, that has that dull little interlude, it can turn somebody off to something so quick, and that's always so
2: frustrating. To well, me. I already really, yeah, I feel you. I already really liked Coheed going into that, just off that album. Yeah, um, uh, it was just but, no. I'm not even talking I've about also, your experience, but but yeah. just the,
1: the 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 idea of how moments of weakness in an otherwise quality product can be so mm-hmm. dangerous. Oh, for sure. Which is why pilots for TV shows are such a minefield. Well, that's why
0: it's always such a big conversation of like, if you were getting somebody started on a band, like what would be the first thing you'd play for them? Yeah. And that's something you got to think really hard about. Yeah. Cause you're like, fuck, I got to make the right choice. Otherwise they might, I not ask give them, them what, a chance. I
2: asked them what they're into at yeah. the time. And then I try to find the thing that most closely relates to that. Like, if I show someone Glassjaw, I don't show them their best songs. I yeah. show them Must Have Run All Day, Trailer Park Jesus, or uh, um, oh, what's, there's three songs on that album that are very melodic and slower like that. Must Have Run All Day, Trailer Park Jesus, and um, like I'm not going to show them um, Ape Dose Mill yeah. to start out.
0: Oof, that is a really.
2: Good it's one. a great song, but you cannot introduce someone to glass. That's Java. one of the more like. melodic ones. I thought that is. The or am I third... thinking? I'm thinking. of, co- thinking co- of Cosmopolitan, cosmopolitan blood, blood loss. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cosmol- I'm not. Is the yeah, this yeah, the third melodic. one. I'm not going to show them cosmopolitan blood loss. You're I'm going to show them, show them something melodic so that you can ease into what his voice is. Yeah, yeah. I might yeah. even show them head automatic at first. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And and have then you listened, listened to Color Film? No, I don't know what that is. They did one album. It's another Daryl
0: Palumbo side project. They did one album, and it sounds like a new version of
2: like 80s new wave pop like Mm. I love the way he references pop culture even in like Head Automatica like musically the the way he spins it I get the feeling sometimes that he is a pop musician with a voice that doesn't let you recognize it do you know what I mean yep here you go which is what makes him so great oh shit you fucking love it don't you already you might want a very fancy car (laughs) <laughs> See who gets that
1: Huh You don't want to get us planned on YouTube Oh yeah well I don't think that would happen
0: You can do a that. few seconds
2: Yeah exactly and they'll usually just silence those few seconds What I do is go into that portion And uh, shift the pitch Nobody's ah. fucking listening to
0: us on YouTube anyway I love that you think he edits that much Oh yeah <laughs> Yeah fuck that I'm not doing that
1: <laughs>
0: Not for YouTube
1: the uh, YouTube. Hey, it's the YouTubes, kids. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: get feelings of people, people celebrating from buildings on 9-11. That was so <laughs> cute. <laughs> it's actually- except i'm telling the truth <laughs> i know it just felt <laughs> no, a little it good. started uh, to feel very exaggerated is, and then everyone <laughs> took off that's what was so I thought I
1: thought
2: crazy thought about that coming night. Night. it feels like a weird dream
1: <laughs> <laughs> i thought it was coming next as they put them all in a pile they burned them and they, they said disco must die they built a doll an effigy it was amazing they worked Do you remember when they did that at
0: wrigley when they burned all the disco records at wrigley field Yeah, that's such a crazy story. Yeah, they had after a game, they had a radio station sponsored like a a fucking anti disco thing and they burned a shit ton of disco albums. It's really funny (laughs) that that happened at Wrigley Field (laughs) and was like sanctioned. Like, you know what I mean? Like it wasn't a riot. It was like something that they were like, come on down, bring your disco albums. It's going to be a blast.
2: What?
1: Yeah. Disco is awesome. Well, you know, there was that period where people just like hardcore what rejected. What it. it was so weird. Have you seen the? Here is um, what I will
0: say: got like it. disco can be fun, but I I would not be able to just sit
2: and like listen to disco. For I an listen to the music as a value for songwriting. It's it's it yeah, but I'm be, saying can, like when you're if you're just, in your car
1: on a road trip, can you can't it? listen to an hour and a half of disco. So, wrong. So much of wrong. It, yeah, totally wrong. <laughs> wrong. There's some stuff you
2: listen to disco every time you listen to Nirvana.
1: Uh, uh, shit, it's not the same. It's thing. just pre techno. Well, no,
2: I, I listen to music from the ground up. And it's just pre techno. Well, have you seen? Have you, very, have you? You're seen the interview? Maybe for we, a very singular me, group. Then. Well, I don't care who I'm talking to. I'm I, right, and my opinions are like b-holes. Listen. Did I? Did we talk the other night about that interview that I was? I was showing you with, um, or I was maybe it was with you. It's Pharrell and Dave Grohl talking, and he's telling him mm. the story of the drummer from, I think it was the Gap Band. Oh, yeah. How he stole that for... Uh, uh, he, he, he's like, I've been spirit. using... Uh, you know, I've been ripping you off for years. And he's like, yeah. oh, I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, the... Yeah. That's disco. You know, what yeah, I, I know. love that. I love... I don't know. But I, I love I'm disco groups. Disco, yeah. disco, oh, disco. Yeah.
1: I couldn't listen but to that for hours. Disco is it's just dance music with, with vocals.
0: That's I mean, why I prefaced it with... Disco can be fun,
1: yeah.
0: But well, I let's couldn't see. listen to let's it for a how really okay long time. He's really
2: with the sound. Am I saying you disco's big, bad? Are, are anywhere you, in there? Are you a big big mid two thousands uh, or twenty ten ish Maroon Five fan? Oh wow! You don't but- like disco. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean I'm kidding Yeah.
1: those just here to be an antagonist yeah, that's <laughs> what I do the most man. threatened we've been in a minute this is worse than the time on People Persons Paper podcast when Evan Hughes God, admitted fun. he hated that show yeah you know and like mid episode he's like these are the worst people I've ever met we're like but you're the nicest guy. <laughs>
0: it's, it's, it is nice to have a counter to how confident we are in our opinions being wrong all the time.
1: It, yeah. Well, it's and the funny thing is, is we've embraced our our ignorance over two hundred oh, seventy sure. some odd episodes. Oh, you
2: absolutely have. But yes, it's, yes, yes, <laughs> yes.
1: but it <laughs> yeah. still hurts when yeah. you say it, sir. Yeah. yeah, it still cuts deep.
2: That's okay. Well, though. I was That's really attempting every... to kind of make fun of myself to isolate myself as uh, the one who is willing to admit <laughs> I love Maroon Five. Well, that's okay. No, you, you know what? Were You're you know, were you among the crew of people? Because I wasn't lucky enough to be one of them who saw Maroon Five come to Curly's in like no. two thousand two. And I remember that all though. of the Hero Factor guys were there, and a bunch of bands who we all loved were there. And they were they're like Maroon Five fans for life because they got to see what they really are, right. In their element as a like a young touring rock band doing like harder to breathe and songs, mm-hmm. you know songs. And they all came back and just been like. Dude, you don't understand what you missed. And uh, for me, at, at my age, if the hero factor, at, you know, in two thousand five, told me to like something, I was gonna like it. So. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the I, I didn't tell Kilgore no. Yeah. The funny thing is, is I adored
1: Maroon Five's first album. I listened didn't to really. It. We all did. All, all yeah, I get way, that. Like it was required I in didn't. certain I communities. I no, I, not, not that your, I
2: hated it. I just didn't listen to it. It yeah. wasn't in my. That's room. a start to finish album. Yeah, yeah, that's just something you listen to like but I don't know if well no it aged well it aged well it holds up I haven't listened to it in forever I don't, I don't I honestly compare their got, other albums to that album because that's its own great
1: thing I got sick of them and him after a while like, sure. I, I don't know if it was just as ubiquitous on the in the on the radio as they became or what, but I fell off hard and never really
2: got back on. Doesn't it suck in music or in any form of celebrity that if other people love you so much, they can make you so everywhere that people hate you for the things that they all love you for? Oh, most of my yeah, life. Like okay. you get tired, most not of because life, of what they did, but because they're so good that other people won't stop just putting everywhere. it everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Most
0: of my life, I hated anything that was just super popular.
2: But doesn't like that I suck. was just
1: like, who likes it? Everybody? Oh, I fucking hate
2: it. Doesn't that suck for them though? Cause that's how a lot of people do. Sure.
1: But there's two ways that can happen. There can there can be that conscious, oh, you know what? I I I don't like it because it's popular and because everyone's getting into it. But it could also, you can just naturally grow tired.
0: Also, like either,
1: sometimes really shitty stuff gets super
0: popular. Let's be real. Sure, sure. Because that happens pretty frequently. Well,
1: and <laughs> really shitty things can still be catchy, they can still be earworms. Oh, I tell people so,
0: all the time catchy does not always equal good. Just because it's stuck in your head doesn't mean it's a good
1: song. But mm. fucking Coco Melon can get stuck in your head. But just it's because a something good is catchy and a quick earworm doesn't mean it's not good. Stop it. And, and, and pop, there is just like, there's, yeah. there, there can be amazing pop music. That is some of the most basic of pop formula, you most know, basic bitch ba- ba- basic bitch stuff can be high quality, <laughs> love a basic bitch. So often am oh. to be frank, but you know, I, the, I do love a basic bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The, um, where I don't even know where the fuck I was going with this. I'm lost. Five Nights Maroon at Freddy's. You Mar- We didn't even talk about the name of the other movie.
0: The Dreaming Wild. Dream Wild. I did. Dreaming Wild. This okay. conversation's <laughs> way better than that movie. It's,
1: it's the <laughs>
0: yeah. I, I will. I think I will see that movie though because yeah. it. I don't normally like. Biopics that, cast that much are so wait which
2: one are we talking about now? You switched still Dreamin' Wild Dreaming Wild. Well, okay. Yeah,
0: no, we're gonna get there. But I, I will I think I will see Dreamin' Wild because like I said, I don't normally like a biopic movie. Walton Goggins, um
1: good. uh Casey Affleck looking like he's do- turning a, a, an Ace's performance.
2: He's trying to get him a, a, an, an Oscar,
1: yep. D- Zoe Deschanel, Chanel, Bo Bridges, <laughs> it looks like a hell of a I cast. just
2: realized how much I had derailed <laughs> your <like> show. We <laughs> do it all the time. It's That's literally, literally the job. Yes, yeah,
1: literally. If we wanted to talk about the topics, we would have done it ourselves. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, be me and him. I want to talk about James. simulation
0: theory. No, I'm hold kidding. on. I do want to say my my really warm spot for Bo Bridges is 100 yeah. because of game. the movie The Wizard.
1: Oh, he's in The Wizard. Yeah, the Nintendo movie. He plays the dad. Super Mario Brothers.
2: It's, it's Bo Bridges and Christian Slater <laughs> that's running after him. Okay, that's an incredible. Christian Slater is my weird. Like- Christian
1: Slater is not in The Wizard. <laughs>
2: he, no, I'm. Is he?
0: Wait, what? Do I need to watch The Wizard? Christian Slater is Fred Savage's older brother. That they're. That- How do I not know oh my that? God. Oh man,
2: all right. so disappointed. Disappointed. that's not the way to remember Bo Bridges though. He's the father. I didn't say he's the <clears throat> father in Sidekicks. All I and said. That's was- all that matters.
0: <laughs> he's why I love him. I'm motherfucker. just kidding. Do you remember Sidekicks? Yeah, no, I love Sidekicks. I rewatched that the it's other day. It's so off. It's so over the top silly. I love it. It's great. Joe Piscopo, by the way, Joe Piscopo is a piece He's of shit. He's a nutcase. <laughs> He's a
2: fucking piece of at, shit. Was he
1: at the Capitol? He, was he hanging out with uh, the, hey, the, the herky-jerky insurrectionists? The herky-jerky insurrectionist.
2: Dude, we were in D.C. a few weeks ago, and we're eating at this place. Um, we go down there with our friend Brittany, and uh-huh. she's got to take a meeting over on Capitol Hill. And yeah. we just randomly go into this a like, a hotel. A meeting on Capitol Hill. <laughs> we, go, we go over to this <laughs> random hotel that has like... Um, a, a deli kind of restaurant windows open perfect day cool and she goes this is where all the january 6th protesters the protesters stayed they had to close this place for like a month and i was like let's uh take our food to go <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: you know, what's what, funny is you there was get- not
2: an english-speaking person working there and that's where all huh. these and they pretend american loving american haters stayed to well- fight for the freedom they, they probably, probably thought they were taking bu- it over. About it. Yeah, yeah, sure.
1: They were like, "We're taking over this hotel." And it was perfect <laughs> irony. I, I love yeah. that. Guy. I like that you left quickly. Like you were worried you were going to get a little sedition on
2: you. <laughs> well, it was more <laughs> like, a, if I'm here now, I'm pretty sure I'm on a watch list. Oh, oh yeah. Good point. Yeah. And
1: yeah. they're like, back to Oklahoma. Like, he probably went there because he's a fan. Yeah. And you're like,
2: I got, I can't, I can't be
0: on more than five watch lists, where it triggers <laughs> a red flag. <laughs> I'm trying to
1: fly home, not
0: drive. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. That's a long-ass drive. Shit. Uh, uh, Five Nights at Freddy's.
1: Yes. That looks scary. It does look spooky. It's done by Blumhouse, which, of course, is like the, one of the horror names. It know? is now, yeah. They've so, definitely become that. I
2: like horror films that are self-aware enough to embrace a certain comedic side without allowing the comedy to make it not scary. Even if it does make it scary. So, like, I guess it qualifies as a horror film. Uh, I guess, but like I love Zombieland, and that's obviously more funny, okay. less scary. Oh, I would call, when, it call it a comedy. When a scary movie is totally would, yeah. scary, it's like contrived to me. It's it's being in a cock rock band and also wearing leather pants. Hmm. But like, if you can just acknowledge that this genre is like a little bit between the parody and baroque phase of being awesome,
1: yeah,
2: and it, and like kind of make those little jokes and make it a little silly and still scare the crap out of me. There, there's
1: moments like when so when the rent when the uh the security guard is c- telling the guy who's going to be watching the monitors you know she corrects him and he says oh so it's like the the spirit of dead kids and robots and she goes actually they're animatronics. You know <laughs> that kind of yeah. stuff I love because it is kind of saying like we know this is ridiculous.
2: Yeah a, a horror film should want to entertain you. Yeah. Uh, like yeah. and at this point in the genre, that means a certain level of self uh, self awareness to be a little funny.
1: Well, and I gotta say, both kinds of horror this movies looks like
2: it'll have that. I know that's what I'm saying. Yeah, one hundred percent. this looks
1: fun. And yeah, yeah, and I, I, I like, like
0: a uh, yeah. You're right. I love that combo of like a
1: fun horror movie, mm-hmm. but I
0: still want it to be scary.
1: Yeah, and it looks like it will be. The oh stuff, yeah, <laughs> the stuff that was Five scary, Nights at Freddy's is scary. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. The 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 sure. game is scary. Like these little kids Wait, that it's are it's just- a game? Yeah, it's a jump scare game. You, you're, you didn't you're- know it
0: was based on a game? It's no. a series oh, of games. Yeah,
1: like little kids love it. There's really no story to the first game, except you're the guy who's at the monitors. And the thing is, you're supposed to keep your eyes on the monitors. and But there's only one screen, so you have to switch between them. Should we maybe pull up some gameplay uh just as some visual? Great idea. Yeah. Um,
0: it. Um th- What blew me away about how Five Nights and Freddy's blew up was that it blew up because of kids- and I'm like, these kids have balls, man. Because this exactly. is like, these are some pretty got, significant. I'm an fucking- adult
2: who still never played Resident Evil longer <laughs> yeah. than 15 minutes. from I'm like, no, nope.
0: right? It's wild that these kids are just like, yeah, no, no worries. Not even a little bit scared. So yeah, there's. Your- I don't trust
2: those kids. They're all gonna be serial killers.
0: <laughs> Eleanor is so into like like dark shit right now. She's like just into like graveyards and bones and like. Oh wow! Uh, I love it. <laughs>
2: Well, and what's so fun about? I lived between. Th- sorry, I lived between three cemeteries. Oh wow! In Dallas, it was no joke. It, uh, right out of my front door, across the street was a mostly Holocaust survivors cemetery. To the right were two cemeteries that were combined. Half of it normal, half of them Confederate soldiers, like they're staring at the Holocaust survivors or something. Yeah, that's weird. They've torn all of those cemeteries down since for townhouses. But okay, I got my dark fix. Every time I heard a noise and look out my window and see cemeteries and dead trees <laughs> in winter, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to move into the 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 bubble the gum and raindrops phase of my life now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: going to the burbs. Brb, going to the burbs. This looks terrifying. Yeah. So and, right, and, and the game is just constantly switching back and forth between monitors, and there's well, like five and, of them. So I know they've evolved significantly. Well, I since think then. in the beginning, the
0: the thing is, is that you'll see them and you'll see them move, and you're trying to catch them
2: somehow before they get to you in yeah. the in the Security booth so that they can murder-ly murder the air to you? I feel like I'm watching Paranormal Activity, except they're going to make me afraid of my daughter's stuffed animals. So they're exactly, gonna make you yeah. Afraid,
1: yeah, afraid of Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> you know, and you'll check a camera, oh, yeah. and suddenly something's in a different position. And then sometimes, you know, it, it, there's cameras, right? The cameras also show the map of the building. And you're just like, like Zampino said, you're just kind of monitoring them because they don't. Oh, and then occasionally that happens. Where you turn and that's off the real camera, scary. <laughs> and <they're at>
2: you. <laughs> that reminded me of... Yeah. The scariest thing I've ever seen in a movie, what worked the most on me, Mm -hmm. Um, it was, I think it was the third, second or third Paranormal Activity movie. They had this camera. I love
1: it. You made it it that far. Good for
2: you. I've watched them all. Wow. They put a camera on a road. It's the one where they go back to like the 80s. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's when they were kids. And they put a camera on a rotating fan. Yeah. And it was the ultimate Hitchcock thing of it's not what we show you. It's what you don't see. It's what you don't see and we'll let your mind mess with you. And so the cam- the room was too big. So they're thinking, you know, well, it's a movie. But the thinking of the character was put the camera on the top of a rotating fan and it'll scan the room. And the most dread I've ever felt in the movie is what's happening on the part we can't see? Because yep. yeah. you'd come back and something would be different. And at one point, everything in the room's gone. And then you realize it must have been up out of the frame and it all crashes in. I'm not ki- not kidding. I did. It's not that I crapped my pants. It's yeah. that I yelled and coughed <laughs> so loud at the same time that I sharted in my actual pants. <laughs> Doesn't seem like a yeah. big deal, except we were at a movie theater. And this is in the days where rock bands were wearing girl jeans so tight that we couldn't wear underwear because it had lines. So I just crapped my jeans. Yep. Wow. Finish that movie, though. Just duped yeah. just duked the, denim, <laughs> right, just duked the denim, right? Just duped the, the denim right uh, there. That reminded me of that, and I was like, I'm not playing that game. I, yeah. I have
0: to be really aware. Like, sometimes I'll be watching a scary movie in here, and I'll have the door open, and Eleanor's in the other room. And I have to be hyper aware, because for some reason, my reflex, when I get, like, a jump scare or get scared, mm-hmm. my, my reflex is fuck off. And I so I don't know why, but when I get scared, my immediate reaction is "Fuck off!" Yeah, yeah, I can't do that with kids. No, it's I gotta
1: be careful. Yeah, that's fun. (laughs) This movie, it's got a lot of attitude. It's got, or or, excuse me, got a lot of um, uh, humor. It's got uh, a lot of. It's got
0: our boy, our baby boy Matthew Lillard. Yeah,
2: I will never not love Matthew Lillard. One of the writers' name, I think, I, can't, I don't know my glasses, is is it Seth Cuddleback? Seth
1: Cuddleback, no L. No, yeah, he's going to be Cuddleback. Cuddleback, Cuddleback, yeah. <laughs> Cuddleback is it's, way more fun. If you cuddle Seth, he'll cuddle back.
2: That's right. <laughs> <laughs> cuddle and I'll cuddle back. <laughs> oh, what wh- what are you working? Is that a stage name? You're like a kid's performer? I make horror films to, ter- to terrify the shit out of kids.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: but just know that <sighs> if, uh, if you're scared, I'll cuddle back.
0: I will <laughs> say because of our group chat, I now really want to make a children's character called Silly Joel. Silly Joel, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, the idea is so fun to me. It's got a song called <laughs> Toy Piano Man. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. So yeah. play me a song, Toy Piano Man. You know, Philip in the sandbox is a friend of mine. He helps me stay away from the girls. Right. You know, you trading in your diapers for a porta shack.
0: If you gotta giving go right, right ideas right. We need to
2: get him out of the room for a minute. <laughs> I'm gonna paint Robert Smith's face to look like Darth Maul, and he's gonna be Robert Sith. No. Yes, I would be very yes. upset. With uh, a one uh, of that's one a uh, play uh, on words. Uh, I am excited. You are for- a comedian. You're not allowed to be mad. <laughs> I if am excited. <laughs> I am excited
1: for his first album, Kylo Renflowers. Uh, oh, that's a good one. <laughs> Thank you. That's a good one. Solid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I The facts are, I will probably not watch either of these movies unless they just happen to be think, extremely convenient. I was going to say, well, does this one look this.
0: Like, like it's on the too spooky end for you?
1: Um, no. Okay. No, it doesn't look like it's on. It, it looks like it's got the more of a compelling story over the spooky. Okay. So, which, uh. Yeah, you, I gotta,
0: you can kind of forgive the spooky if it's a good yeah. enough watch. I'll peek through my eyes. I'll do, I'll, <laughs> I'll do
1: like I did for it. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll do chores while I'm watching it. So I don't like, like
2: movies that scare me about things that actually exist. Like, I can watch paranormal activity and be scared but i don't i don't believe in any of that right. sort of yeah. thing so yeah. it doesn't affect me outside of the movie right. not after being a kid you know right, right, right. blair witch was like when i was a kid oh like, we so bought it. witches and woods oh,
0: yeah we bought it but mm-hmm. hook line a, and sink
2: a movie like this or like chucky does more to me because those sort of things are around like stuffed animals or something and i'm a person who like. I have a wife and a daughter. I'm the only man in the home. There's a certain amount of like ingrained gotta be tough for my girls, you know, just kind of thing. But if you, but I'm still a grown man who like, I will kind of tiptoe quickly in the dark because I don't know what's behind that thing. When I was a kid, it was like ghost as an adult. I'm like, where's the, where's the killer? You know what I mean? Oh man! So, I mean, my grandma's, grandma's I'm, hallway I'm, used to scare me because it was
0: very long, and when it was dark, you're exactly right. I would be like, I gotta get back to does that room for me fast. Is my issue. Oh, well, I never got
2: over that kind of the fear of the dark. So if I'm walking into a room in the dark and I see some stuffed animal that looks like one of these in Sloane's room, you might punch it. Maybe I let her. You know, cough a few more times before I see if she's choking. Because I'm not <laughs> just gonna go in there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You you don't want to. I've seen die. this movie. You don't rush in. You know.
1: <laughs> yeah. The um, fools I,
2: rush in. There's no. something. Um, it's right there in the name. This is why my wife and I don't. Never mind, I'm not making that joke.
1: Okay. Yeah. Um, Sorry, honey. Love you. Perfect. <laughs> the thing I love about <laughs> this is that I've never heard that I come out of you. Don't know what I was saying. <laughs> that <though>. was great. <laughs>
2: what i uh his, his little laugh was good i'm, a, I'm a, it funny, was a new one
1: i'm a funny boy
2: i'm a funny boy <laughs> he people. was letting me off the hook i, I appreciate was, it that's what i'm doing I he know. was being a good friend <laughs> it was good i love uh,
1: it got some sad news for television oh unfortunately. no unfortunately oh yeah yeah this, this is a bummer a, this is a big one uh because i'm i'm so what excited show? about this upcoming season three for reservation dogs and we now know it will be the last
2: for the show <laughs> here's where hulu is better than netflix yeah. They're giving you a final season. They are. I almost canceled Netflix whenever they put out, um, a, what's the amazing space show with uh, Jennifer Garner? Uh, with Steve Carell? With Hilary Swank. Uh, uh, is it Away? Away, wow. And you Messiah. Oh, no. wow. Away and Messiah are either. arguably the two greatest single seasons of television, I've ever, specifically Messiah, that I've ever seen in my life. And I've had several friends say the same thing, but I've told all my other friends, it's the greatest show you'll ever see. Oh. Don't watch it because they both end on massive cliffhangers. And despite being the most popular shows on Netflix, Netflix just said no. And like one of the things they said was, well, COVID's making it hard, but they still greenlit like a BS copy version with Katie Sackhoff. Um, and they go, it, uh, we offended the people of Jordan by depicting a, a Messiah or false Messiah where mm-hmm. we filmed there. It's like, who cares what the 47? They don't have Netflix. Yeah. So, <laughs> I pay $15 a month.
1: <laughs> and it, it, the, the cliffhanger is big enough that you the, say the stay point away.
2: Of, the point of Messiah is that there's, a, I know I'm distracting from that show. I'm sorry. We'll go back to it. No, it's all right. The point of the premise of Messiah is there's a man who you don't know if he's the second coming of Christ or not. Because that sounds cool. And you said it was such
1: good TV. I want to watch it. It's
2: like, it's very similar to how they told the story of K-Pax with Kevin Spacey, where for everything they do that gives you proof that he's the Messiah, they give you something that seems like it's a complete proof that he's not. And it goes back and forth and you can't explain either. And there's this incredible moment where he walks on water at the Washington Monument and there's all these people around and then something happens right after it where you're like, is this guy the greatest con artist? Is he working with these, with terrorists to destabilize America's faith, or is he... <laughs> and then they don't do the second season and, and, on the greatest hanger of all, and you're like, what? Okay. Which maybe was brilliant with the premise of the show. According to Rotten Tomatoes, 41% of the people disagree with you. Watch wow. the show. It is in... Well, 41%. Well, but, but, but the people who don't like it... Are largely, if you read the reviews, know, objecting I, on religious grounds.
1: I know we're still out. We're still away from picks and plugs. So this is kind of a preview. But I, I just want to be real clear. Messiah, with the only the one season, it's not coming back after a cliffhanger finale. I'm, Should people watch it? Yes or no?
2: It is the highest rated, from what I understand, the most views of any show in Netflix history for a reason. Wow, and it's a divisive topic. So, if you thought you were going to get a ninety-five percent on something like that, it's not going to happen. What do you think, though? she like, even just me personally, it's, it's, h- it's hard because I've hard. never been Man. so sucked into a. Sh- and by the way, you're looking at the ratings for Away. I know. Oh, but, yeah. But yeah. so, um, yeah. I, I would imagine Messiah is yeah. something like that. Away is okay. awesome. Yeah, Forty-six,
1: even less, and then and then let's yep. let's sixty-four so so percent. So really, let, don't like.
2: Ninety-eight percent of people thought a Knight's Tale was the best movie ever. Let's, let's just move so good. on. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, we, we will ride. <laughs> I, j- I joked um, because the reason Rotten Tomatoes got famous is they were accepting money from the people who made A, nice a tale. night's Tale. Wow. And that's when we realized that ratings, ratings are bullshit. And
1: nowadays, <laughs> uh, who doesn't say it is Heath Ledger's best film? Who doesn't say <laughs> We that?
2: watched it the other night. I don't ever skip A night's Tale. But yeah. it's it's, um, it's it's
1: it's the only okay. way they could have followed Batman say, Begins.
2: A Way is the most believable sci-fi I've ever seen. And the story was incredible. And I think it's her, her best
1: work. But same
2: question. But it- Fatal it cliffhanger. Cuts, yes, no season fatal. two.
1: Should I watch it? Yes
2: or no? If you love great sci-fi, you can't- If you love great- If you love great <laughs> sci-fi, that's not all about saving the world and it's about, like, the journey of it, Ooh. which is what I love. Like, I love Star Trek, but it's I hate that the movies shit. are always saving the Earth. Yeah. Like, stop it. And disco's been fun, though. Like, save a different planet. Well, I like it when they visit the other planet and explore our society and our cultural norms by discussing theirs. But, um, no, they're both incredible, but I honestly don't recommend anyone watch either because yeah. it's going to hurt you the For way sure it that much. It, I,
1: it is some Firefly shenanigans going on. I just on. glanced. Yeah,
2: the most I've been upset than when I was watching Firefly and nobody told me it was only 14 or so episodes. Yeah. And I, when it ended, I was going to watch the next one. And I found out, other than the movie they did later, there's nothing more. Yeah. It felt just like that. Okay. Or same thing. I didn't know Freaks and Geeks was only 18 episodes. I thought I was about to watch. I thought I was getting into one of the best series ever. No, yeah, no. It hurt like that. Yeah, okay.
0: All right. Uh, I just glanced over, and I I didn't see a way at first, and I thought it said, is Netflix based on a book?
2: (laughs) That sounds like a Google
0: question. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Is Netflix based on a book? (laughs) Oh, that's good shit. One Um, of the greatest
2: quotes of all time, um, Airheads. What, 40 copies of Mo- Moby Dick? The book or the movie? <laughs> they, they made a book out of that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but now we also know that
1: Reservation Dogs is going to wrap with season three. But this uh, Sterling Harjo, creator of the series, uh, uh, along with... Did he do it with Taika Waititi also? Yeah. yeah. Uh, then Sterling Harjo posted on Twitter saying that that they have decided after filming the season three finale that it will also serve as a series finale. It doesn't really go into whether... It was their decision or Hulu's or joint, uh, but it definitely sounds like they are at least leaving at least somewhat on their own terms, which with a series cool. is
2: always what you want. You just want
1: it wrapped up well, yeah. so
2: it tells the story. Exa-
1: you just yeah. don't want a, a, an unnecessary cliffhanger. You know? I also
2: like it when people decide ahead of time how long the series is going to be in they story. Like Yeah. my wife got me this because I love Ted Lasso. Oh, sure, sure. I was so sad when that show ended. Like Same. I lost friends almost. Like, cause I, you come, oh, what yeah? show has made you love so many characters? I the didn't Office. see that coming. Well, it's got more characters in it is what right, I mean. Like, I'm just saying
0: that's, a sh- yeah, that's, that's as yeah. attached as I
2: was. And it, did that, they decided how many episodes it was going to be in the beginning. They had yeah. a story to tell and they didn't do what some shows get sucked into. It's like, that's okay, like this British is a Office cash thing. cow. Let's build another three seasons that ruin this. Yeah you know that's a, that's a uk formula though they were, formula, the, police. Though. They were a, the police the uk
0: formula yeah. Yeah. is like yeah. two to three seasons and then sometimes a special
2: yeah i like that yeah that's ever, what the uk office, office the, was did you ever see the follow-up movie with ricky gervais to the original office oh yeah yeah fucking of course i did it's so that, fucking funny that's not canon <laughs> it's so it's not what michael did it's so just funny just i love it it's so it was funny. great him going on tour yeah did you watch it it's on Netflix. He, and I, he if, quits his job, cashes everything out, gets a tour bus, hires a band and goes on tour to follow his dreams as a singer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah, yeah, he 100%. doesn't understand that like, that's not going to make anyone come to the shows. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good.
1: Oh. The, um um, but yeah, yeah. So with Reservation Dogs, obviously really sad news because uh, after two successful seasons, we were excited for a third, but again, glad to see that they're going out uh, at least the way they want to. I just hope uh, Sterling can, can keep the momentum of that success going
0: and, keep putting out really good projects with and for, you know, or with a lot of, you know, native people giving a lot bigger representation of that. Cause it's, it's,
1: I mean, he's done a lot for, especially coming from here. Not j- yet. Yeah. It's, it's really cool. The, the great thing about reservation dogs was of course that with a, a massive indigenous cast, it was uh, uh, providing a lot of these actors with work and getting them uh, national attention to hopefully lead to more projects, get these talented people out in the public eye, and also telling stories of modern-day indigenous communities, which right. is kind of a little corner of the population that I personally had a lot of blank spots in my knowledge. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was neat to to get a sense of um, you know elements of community and family in that community that I just had no understanding of.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, and- I've never even heard of this show.
1: Really?
0: It's... Hugely popular,
2: and, and, and I'm so disconnected from well, <laughs> the, it, I just culture. find what comes a, a, across, and it's my such, way.
1: and we're all so siloed in our interests that well, it, it's that COVID, too. You can have something that is both huge and still unknown to many. It's, it's, it's that's the world we've reached. Oh, well, uh, sure. It's
2: also like post covid world, the it, there's just so much like that we didn't realize we were getting from the water cooler of like taking the. The cultural pulse of the people around us and yeah. it's just not there oh, yeah. so we all have our own websites yeah, and our, our own algorithm the algorithm's feeding us very different content when you're yeah. not going to work and hearing like oh my god yeah. did you guys watch res dogs last night mm-hmm. yeah but also uh, uh you know i will say
1: if you're looking to catch up uh, uh hit up circle cinema friend of the show on uh, their facebook page they do they're airing episodes for free uh, every week this summer cool. of season one and two. Oh, that's really cool. So uh, that's just a local project for our we friends here in Northeast Oklahoma. That
2: would be fun. We, yeah, we should find an abandoned office building and start every Thursday night an office screening night where we all have parties. <laughs> and we bring, office at we the all, office. we all, you know, just dress like a, a, a bunch of, um,
1: I don't know if Dwight's. we have NBC
2: licensing we money, bring really bad treats.
1: Yeah, well, we're gonna do it like a rave in the '90s. We're gonna, but oh, instead of dancing in ecstasy, it's gonna be the office and vapes. We're not gonna tell them. You yeah, can't advertise. Gonna, well, we just did. We just did. We they're not racist. We the, gotta burn this.
2: Wait, episode the office. Now. Hey, the N- orifice? NBC
1: execs, if you're listening, you we you did not hear that, and I need you JK, to stop I can
2: assure you that for at least the ten, last ten years, NBC's not listening to what any of their fans have to say. <laughs> they are not. They are not. Because uh, that's the, fair. The only thing we've been saying is more 30 Rock,
0: please. Oh, God, yeah. I will say MSNBC's on the up and up. they Are are they doing they're good? They're on the come up. Are they doing good? Yeah, they've really, know, really, they're think really think kind of taken over the, the... Well, the, the I'm sorry. That's all right. I was just going to say they've really kind of taken over the, the spot now that uh,
2: CNN's taken such a, a strange shift lately. Hold yeah. my hand while I say this. Okay, yes. The, the problem with a 30 Rock reunion is oh. that I think that Alec Baldwin's really shot his chances of being a part of that. Yeah.
1: Nice. Nice. <laughs> yeah. What happened with that? They should consider a reload. I, don't I mean recast. I'm sorry. Uh, the um... <laughs> thank you. Uh, he is still a free man. Um, he was uh, tweeting how nasty U.S. airlines are the other day. Well, um, he's just I trying mean, to find facts, something bro. relatable. Yeah, it's facts. He's bored clearly, I but mean,
2: he's not wrong. should yeah. he?
1: Doesn't he have a, a child to insult
2: publicly? I mean, I don't know.
1: I just think he's.
2: A <laughs> lot Has anybody of, ever considered the fact that maybe she deserved it? <laughs> I'm <laughs> maybe Some people have shitty kids. I'm um, sure there
0: are people who've considered that.
2: To yeah. be fair, we've all met that family where you're like, you, you know this one guy who's just awful, mm-hmm. and maybe you actually like go hang out with him at his house that day or something, and you yeah. realize that his parents are wonderful, <laughs> and all of his siblings are wonderful, and he's just like the proof that even good parents can have one shitty kid. Yeah,
1: <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I mean it happened to my parents. And that
2: guy always thinks his parents are awful, and they're like. And the mom, like, right as he's bitching, like, comes in It's like, honey, would you and your friend like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? Ma! He's like, Mom, get the fuck out of my get room! Yeah, room.
0: she's the worst, man. God, I'm trying to talk about tits. Yeah, that's. I'm trying to talk about tits with my friends. Get out of your mom! <laughs> <laughs> um, Sam was talking go. about tits before you he got here. It we was were. Pretty good. Love
2: I'm them titties. Fan. I'm a big fan. Yeah, love <laughs> titties. I'm a, a, a big fan.
1: Yeah, everybody is. I'm not a small fan. That's 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 the thing. It's it's people people love the sex, man. They're into it. Well, I feel like here's right. the thing: the you sex and a- the sexy stuffs, they're all over there. Also, not- the
2: things, not just yeah. the stuffs, but the, the things, things and the stuffs. for they're, sure.
1: oh, they they love the stuffs almost as much they're, as the they're things. S- they're
2: just there's something, you know.
1: It's but a couple it's the of only things.
0: body part that I think <laughs> there's a lot of body parts is across the board because maybe but not for me. Maybe but because because. Gay men even like boobs. Oh yeah, we all love boobs. Straight women like boobs. Lesbians like boobs. Yep. Well, Straight just, women. They're, they're Everybody just
2: likes boobs. It, what's what's the fa- what's the penises
0: one? are objectively terrifying, even to people
2: who <clears> like them. Po- what are the two presents that all kids love if you give them boobs, <laughs> balls, ball, like wait, bouncing balls? Okay, Not, wait. Okay, Pastor John. No balls. No, like no, I, ball. no, I'm fine with. And balls. And if you give them a present, <laughs> what do they end up well playing documented. with? Well documented. What do young children <laughs> end up playing with when you give them the present? The box. But, okay, that sounded, I, this was sick. not a setup for yeah, a bad that, joke. That, oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> the cube. Balls in the box. The, the cardboard good. cube that they come in. Yeah. But it's just <laughs> it, kids like cube. Ba- kids like bouncy things. That's they what like they're going after things. the Avengers, The cardboard right? receptacle. Yeah. The bo- we the cube-like we receptacle. grow up to love the bounce. Um, oh, yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah, that's, why, yeah baby. that's why pogo balls got so big. Pogo pogo. What's a pogo ball? What's a pogo
1: ball? You don't remember Pogo Balls? That's from our generation. Oh, you're no—that's that was such a small window because you're—are you? You're not quite. I think you're a little younger than us, aren't you? I think
2: I'm three years younger than you. Yeah, that. What that, are you, thirty-nine? That might be the window. Oh yeah, you're
1: four. Oh yeah, four years oh, yeah dude, you don't know the Pogo. That's this was popular it did work at all for <laughs> forty-five minutes in nineteen eighty-nine.
0: Yeah, because it didn't work. for Oh, I remember shit. these. Yeah, 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 I do. It did
1: not work at all.
2: It kind of worked. Some people were good at it. Here, I was going to say the entire <laughs> idea was like, you know what I want to do. I want to bounce on Saturn. But even the ones <laughs> yeah, who were yeah.
0: even the ones who were good at it, it was so unimpressive because it just didn't perform like moon shoes much. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you didn't you couldn't really get it to go very high even when you were pretty good at it. You gotta double jump on top
2: of another Saturn. Let's watch some videos. I don't want to. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that one says <laughs> we Pogo. Don't have to. the first <laughs> video
0: says Pogo Ball was the worst flash best way, the, the Best 80s.
1: worst. Yeah. That's all can right.
0: wait, hold on. Do me a favor. Just look up like best pogo ball performance and see okay. if anything comes up because i want to see if, if there's like people? people i don't know but we're gonna go back but i've got to see if there's like people that are doing like flip
1: tricks and shit I just on, say, on pogo balls you know per, how people got yeah. really good with like the tech deck fingerboards i want to be real quick yeah. performance feels like too strong a word fair enough but <laughs> no videos
2: <laughs> god
1: damn really they,
2: that whoever was see, cast no as one, superman in that photo was is taking over my mind right now. No one, we'll talk about that in just a minute. Oh, okay, fine. No. <laughs> no one
1: no one has uploaded a video ever of them like using of, of the word pogo the guy ball that Lex
2: Luthor is trying and, to avoid all the Superman
1: stuff. Here's the deal, if if humanity wants to succeed on its own, we can't have this alien trying to show us up. What That's bullshit. I'm here to help mankind and that's all. We're People all call me get a get villain. An AI chip. People I call I me is, a villain.
0: What I need is Rodney <laughs> Mullen doing a faky 360 <laughs> flip it. on a pogo ball. <laughs> that, <laughs> right?
1: This is a, really. I was thinking really, of Sean Mullen and I was like, no, a different everybody. person. And really, what is a pogo ball but Lex Luthor wearing a weird hat? Let's be honest. Mm. We've got a new Superman Luke, and Lois less Lane. I'm never going to look at Saturn the same. I'm pivoting I just again. just
2: Les Luthor.
1: That's that's honestly we could we you know give Brainiac a chance. Here's, that's all I'm saying. That
2: guy looks almost as no much less like as a the original Superman too. as the one guy they had that was a better looking original looking Superman. I <laughs> it's weird that I know exactly what you're talking Wasn't about.
1: Wasn't he the living and bar- he like, was he was so goddamn, the reincarnation? But- Who and uh, he's talking about Henry Cavill. Henry oh. Cavill and, as and, Superman. And how much Henry Cavill looked more like Superman than Christopher Reeve? Do you know what ruined what Crazy, really right? fucked my what?
0: brain up? Was Kevin it was Costner Jim Caviezel and Henry. Kavil? C- Kavil. It's not Cavill? I, well, Whatever.
1: Actually, I've been saying it Kavil because at some point people started saying it was Kavil, and then recently I feel like they've started saying it's Cavill again. Either I know what All Cavill. I know is the similarities? Kamala. Harris. That's all I know for <laughs> sure. True.
0: The similarities of their two last names, though, forever made me. St- Confuse them Caviezel for so and long. Yeah.
1: For so long, I could not fucking get straight which one was which. And let's be honest, Superman is sometimes very much a Jesus allegory, so it's all connected,
0: right? But did, didn't Kavizel play Superman? Do you have nobody did like play that? Jesus? That's
2: true. Do you have anyone else like that who is inextricably, inextricably, you can't.
0: Dylan McDermott and Dermot Mulroney. I have have prosphagnosia,
2: which is like dyslexia, but it's for symmetric objects. Okay. The only reason I know what a stop sign is is because of its color and because it's got the word stop on it. The actual like looking at the shape, is it an octagon? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Looking at something like that, it's the heart. It's a total mental deficit deficit of I have also where I'm at on the spectrum. But I have a huge problem with faces to the point that I was – when I had once been in Dallas for like six months, I came back before I came to my parents' home. I stopped at the grocery store. My mom is there. She's like, Bo, I really remember people's voices, but she was at a distance. She introduced herself three or four times. She goes, Bo, it's me, mom. And I was like, mom, it's like, it's like a thing. Wow. Until I was at least 15 years old. I, I, this is so weird. I did not know until like the patented Tom Cruise laugh came on or the, or the Charlie Sheen snaky voice came on. Who was which? Ah. So I was convinced that in my favorite childhood movie, and I didn't care, I thought it was like a Chris Gaines thing where he had like a, a second name, and people <laughs> my sister and my mom would like get angry to the point of like yelling about it. I was like, No, that's Tom Cruise. I can't believe he's beneath uh, Emilio Estevez. I didn't know anything about the Outsiders uh, in a movie. Da, 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 I thought, you know, it's Charlie Sheen in yeah. the movie. Yeah, it's so funny. to this day, I'm still like. Which one am I looking? Oh, you don't look like no, it's a crackhead. Tom Cruise Tom was Cruise. in the outsider. Yeah, outsiders actually is Tom. Oh, no, Cruise. but Emilio Estevez isn't it? He is. Well. He is.
1: But yeah. Charlie Sheen is not an outsider. That one is Tom Cruise. Yeah, right. So you but see Charlie the pro- Sheen. Yeah. Yeah. Emilio Estevez's brother too. I love it. Too, which is even
2: further confusing. Yeah. But I can't you're like, see how them. come
0: Emilio got in the movie but Charlie couldn't
2: get in the movie? Do like you have people like that? Do you like people that like you just look at him and you're like, which one are you? Yeah. Who's not a Hemsworth? Right, yeah. That well, makes no sense, I mean.
1: And for me, it's it's more of a, an aging out thing. Like, as I am less familiar with some of the young Hollywood stars, there are several of the men or women who I just, just kind of mix up their together. faces. Yeah. Like, what's a show?
2: Zendaya? Or whatever her <laughs> name is.
1: It's a person. It's a, uh, it's a, it's a Chevy. Let's, let's be honest. It's a, Chevy. <laughs> it's a Chevy Zendaya? I'm pretty sure it's a convertible. The 2023 it's, <laughs> it's a, it's a, Chevy it's a, Zendaya. It's a two-seater coupe. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: Come on down to Don Carlton Mitsubishi and get you a Chevy. $2, we know it's weird.
1: <laughs> so we've got a new Superman and Lois $2, Lane $2000 cash back you will not receive. <laughs> Ever. James Gunn announced for the upcoming movie <laughs> Superman Legacy set to kick off the uh, new slate of DC movies as we move away from Zack Snyder's DCEU, David Corenswet and Rachel Brosnahan will be playing uh, Superman Clark Kent and of course Lois Lane. Uh, What's your question? What do you got? Uh, What I I was going to say, is this the first time that James Gunn is getting to do a Superman, or is he? Yes. That's what I
0: thought. Okay, so I'm kind of excited to see where that
1: goes. Well, and a lot of people are worried about it because James Gunn, of course, uh, came up through trauma, and through being kind of a um you know a, a oh, contrarian kind of comedian yes. and, and and writer uh and then later with his Guardians of the Galaxy movie you know he's got a kind of a comedic acerbic tone to it and a and a real kind of appreciation for a lot of the kind of popish sensibility. Who's is he? the I want direct? a funny a director? Superman a director. Okay. Yeah, I, I would love to see a
2: funny I've Superman. I've really liked where DC is finally seriously. figuring out over the last few years. Obviously, like Marvel figured out their game a lot quicker, and DC oh, yeah, had yeah. so many missteps and got to tell the story again and go through another version. But I think they're getting it dialed in, especially well, on their TV
1: shows. Well, sure, sure, but this is actually going to kick off a whole new era, and they're they're kind of wrapping that good, up good. and. And 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 what they've learned and 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 Gunn's role is very similar to Kevin Feige. Feige? I, I Feige 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 Feige, Feige. Feige. Kevin. The Kevin over the at Kevin. Marvel, we'll who, just call him the Kevin. who does all the planning, where James Gunn is kind of the overall planner, as well as having some very hands in the in the soup kind of approach to it. that's the a metaphor,
0: so, so right. Is, is he like <laughs> the, um, hands in the soup? Why that am I like a, elbow is deep in the, the soup? Is he JJ <laughs>
2: Adams of this universe? Yeah, and hopefully he'll do sure, a better yeah. job than JJ. Yeah. yeah,
0: or be a better yeah. person. Yeah, is he not a good person? Yeah, I don't know. Wasn't JJ
1: no problematic? J- no, I mean, oh. he, he, you know, only for the rise of Skywalker. There's <laughs> a big problem for that. <laughs> but, uh, oh, my
2: God. Did you see that interview with Hamels explaining to him? He's like, this is why Luke wouldn't do this. And then they talked to George Lucas, and he's like, he just straight up said kind of recently, he's like, clearly J.J. didn't understand the story, because by making that movie, he removed the canon of Star Wars for all of my movies. He didn't understand that Darth did balance the Force. I mean, Anakin balanced the force and death and all that, like totally screwing it up. What made me so I, I mad about that is that I hated those Star Wars movies, but I yeah. loved what he did with Star Trek, and yeah. then he left it. Yeah, yeah, same. Those Star Trek movies were incredible.
1: I loved the first J.J. Abrams' Star Wars, The Force Awakens. Um, I, I loved the way he introduced Rey and Poe and and Finn, uh, the way he brought back Han and, and Chewie. Uh, Rise of Skywalker is—it's a collection of fun Star Wars-looking scenes in a largely <laughs> incoherent <laughs> film. That—that's what the sequel trilogy will end up being to me—is scenes. That I, I never love.
2: understand how Star Wars fans seem to hate Star Wars. So oh, nobody much.
1: hates Star Wars. Nobody hates I. Nobody hates Scotland like the Scottish.
2: Well, to, to quote Grant's what's Keeper crazy is, and then they don't support the great ones. like yeah. I obviously everyone loved Rogue One. Yeah. But I loved Solo. Oh, yeah, soul is great. Loved it, and it tanked to the point that Solo's that great. guy doesn't get to carry on in that universe. Yeah, yeah. that movie
1: was incredible. Uh, at least uh, I think Donald Glover is still moving forward with a Lando series. Yeah. You know, I will I'm, say I'm that I feel like they
2: should be series. The, that universe is too big to isolate into the two. The series thing has been great.
0: great. I feel like the movies, though. We you know we're we're at around a, like a what a almost forty percent clip of of good ones versus bad ones.
1: Kinda. Yeah, it's not great. For being honest, the track record's yeah. not great. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, well, it's, and people were too hard on George too, in my opinion. Like with what he created visually at a time when the first three he are didn't still have, the best. He didn't have yeah. forty years. Uh, you know, he had books like Foundation and certain visual elements from Star Trek and some of the filmmaking styles of science fiction of the day by using models rather than CGI. But he, first of all, it wasn't sci-fi. It was, really was the Western format. Yeah, and he created something so brilliant. And only after he's gone, and his fans talking shit about him for 30 years, they're like, "Oh." This is what happens when we don't have George. It's like, oh, my God. Dude. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh well my it, Nobody's more excited for a movie they're going to hate 15 minutes in.
1: And a strong amount of revisionist history has been applied over the last 20 years to the, the prequels. Sure. Uh, episodes one, two, and three. Sure. Where the kids who were kids during that those movies grew up and they still have a, a, a fondness for them that you have with the things you love from childhood. Yeah. So they see it they as better. They hold a false. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and George Lucas was like, you guys, you motherfuckers put so much pressure on me. Now I'm going to go do
0: a bunch of cocaine and do power. The duck and, <laughs> <Fuck you. laughs>
1: and then also you had the clone wars cartoon, which came along and softened the blow of the prequels. And, and, and really, and I can say this on the heels of coming off that show just a few weeks ago, the clone wars cartoon makes the prequels better. 100 percent but they are still not great
2: it's all a lead up to the greatest star wars film that nobody ever talks about if you haven't seen an ewok christmas (laughs) you don't know what cinema if you
1: don't haven't seen uh star wars christmas special star wars holiday special or or the ewoks battle for endor Mm -hmm. uh in which the ewoks help a family that crash lands on their planet um, but anyway, I'm excited for the new Superman David Corn sweat. I'm excited, Rachel Brosnahan, of course, from the Marvelous Miss Maisel. Uh, excellent, which just wrapped up four Who or five is that seasons. Guy?
2: Is he, oh, he was in, um, is it called Hollywoodland? Is it okay? It's so, Hol- Hollywoodland? No, that movie's a long term It's not a movie, it's a TV show that's a limited series on Netflix that was fantastic about a man who's working as a gigolo while he tries to become famous in like 1930s oh, it's or just 19- called Hollywood. Yeah, I, I am listening. That, Show, <laughs> and he has to work often as a, uh, I believe, um, a gay gigolo. Yeah, I can't. We're compl- hoping. The, the thing is, it's you would think the one, subject right? matter would be the type goes without still me. just a You one, would think the subject matter would be the type of thing that would put off an entire half of the country. And yeah. it was one thing to where everyone who watched it, it was just like, "Holy crap, it's so good!" And oh. the way they reference real people around him who were real of the time. It's got that kind of period piece feel while like fictional set in a real thing, you know? He's huh. going to
0: be in the new Twisters. Oh, okay. The new sequel. Yeah, Twister sequel. sequel.
2: Uh, uh, that's actually a movie about male exotic dancers.
0: No, it's about the, the game. Team. Twisters? <laughs> yeah, it's about Left Foot Red. I want
2: to play Twisted Metal now.
0: They're making so many uh, movies about like games. They made Battleship. They made you know that Battleship was so bad. They made Rock'em Sock'em Robots, but they called it Pacific Rim. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then now we're
2: gonna have the
0: Twister movie.
2: I was hoping it was actually gonna be some like
0: Twister. We wait, wa- now we, we got. we sequel Twister recently. Hold on, we got to stop this. We have Dylan McDermott, nah. Dermot Mulroney. Now Daryl McCormick thinks he's gonna come <laughs> in here and fuck shit up. <laughs>
1: Uh, I am excited <laughs> for this new guy playing Superman. Oh, what uh, is it of Twister? He, the, David yeah. sweat does not job. have- I was being no, from, no, no.
0: no. Wait, that part was real. Then,
1: then the bits oh, came. I never know which. real. <laughs> yeah, so the out. fact that it's a Twister sequel, that part was real. Yeah, that is actually happening. Uh, but <laughs> in the meantime- <laughs> I only ever you, understand half the truth. So was <laughs> the
2: election not stolen? It looks like it's going to be bad, <laughs> huh?
1: <laughs> the new Superman's called Superman Legacy, uh, written and directed by James Gunn. And I'm excited for this oh, new guy just because he doesn't have a huge- we don't know much about him. Besides the, you know, the about a dozen productions across film and television, he mm-hmm. is kind of a new face in Hollywood. So gives him the chance to really take the role. Exactly. Yeah. So th- that's Who's,
2: on, you know, who is it? Uh
1: David Corrensweat is w- his name. Will you show me him? Uh only for the seventh time. That's that oh that's who that is. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay, I
2: didn't understand that's who we were talking about. Oh yeah, about.
1: Well, and he does look a lot like Henry Cavill. Or yeah, I'm gonna yeah, say yeah. It that well, way I, for the rest of the time. I realized he was in that uh, Henry Cavill. Yeah.
2: Hey, there's your your take. I would recommend anyone watch that show.
1: What show? Which one?
2: Hollywood. Hollywood.
1: Oh. oh yeah. Okay, cool. cool it good, is
2: good.
1: Brilliant. Well, good. Well, it's probably good. We could probably it's, pick and block. It's plot. my other
2: Queen's Gambit for like mini series perfect.
1: And, and um, That show was
2: good. Queen's it's on Gambit part. was.
1: I, I heard a ton of good stuff. You know who would love that? Was uh Trevor Carrion, friend of the show.
2: It chess guy
1: or yeah, the the chess show.
0: No,
2: is he a big chess guy? Oh yeah, that, yeah, oh, oh, big
1: chess oh, guy. I don't yeah. think you
2: have to be. My wife fell no, I don't in love know shit about chess. Yeah. It feels like it, it is. A, it is based on a book, I believe. Yeah, yeah. I don't it know much. It Feels like at at all as much so. as a show, and yeah. I loved it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm very, very novice. At ch- I bear I barely remember which things go in which direction. Yeah, and that's about it. Yeah,
2: and I'm terrible at it. When I was 16, fun fact, I was ranked seventh, 18 and under nationally in chess. Mm. Nice. Made all that up really <laughs> yeah.
1: it had the same energy up they took their coheed shirts off yeah, during the show in the middle I'll, of I'll let of you decide
2: <laughs> one of the two of those was true Coheed <laughs> was burning shirts in the street no, at Wrigley no, Field's. no i really i just it right saw there at the uh, it was a boyfriend and a girlfriend walking out like fuck.
1: yeah oh yeah. man well they were they i mean they were going to fuck that's that's just, that, <laughs> that's exactly you what can it can was that uh, band coheed <laughs> got them in the mood uh,
3: yeah. Uh,
0: did and I either- ever? Did I wait? Did I ever tell you about the time that I walked out of the loony bin, Oklahoma City, and two people were fucking in their car <laughs> that from the show? At least they were in their car. Well, no, it's Oklahoma, Oklahoma City. You hold never know. On. I have to, they were in their car, sort of. She was bent over the front oh, seat, wow. feet on the ground outside. He was outside behind her. Oh, 17 wow. 17. But all I could think, what. 17, 17? That's no shh. <laughs> uh, this, so this is the Oklahoma City Looney Bin. Yeah. Thursday night show. Wow. That's, <laughs> and ladies' like, night. All I remember was immediately being like, it was Kristen Key and John Stringer. I believe yeah. that week. And they were on stage that like, week. They weren't. I re- the, yeah. The I re- in the no. Car. Yeah. Correct. I yeah. remember being like, you guys were so good <laughs> that people could not <laughs> wait to get home to fuck each other. <laughs> God, that was
2: such a good show. I've got to have you now.
0: It was the most insane thing I've ever seen in my life. Oh, After, yeah. Like, I was like, what the fuck? Were they, they, were were also they getting parked- roasted
2: on like in a in banter? Maybe they're like massive no. and they're like, I'm so turned on right now. Yeah. The they, way they, he made fun of me. Do you remember when he said my job
0: was lame? Here's oh the God, craziest was part was they were parked <laughs> right the fuck next to me. Oh, wow. So I had to get in my car. Hey, guys. I, I want to go n- home. N- nice Bye. F-
2: it's where
1: you compliment his form. That's what I always do, By Thanks so much for coming, you guys. Yeah, right? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> He's almost there. <laughs> All right, let's pick it and plug it. Let's get the fuck out of here. By the way, any other picks you got? <laughs> Anything else you've been into lately? Any movies, TV, video? Uh,
2: music? Music? You know, I've been going through like this. Do you like music? I've heard of it. I've been going through I've this heard of it. <laughs> um, phase of watching shows that I shouldn't like. Okay. It's been kind of a... The last few years have been kind of a lightening up phase for me. Like... Um, shows that i would have judged so like one yeah. show i'm watching right now and everything about its derivative and kind of awful and i just love it because the story carries me from episode to episode and i don't have to overthink the existentialism that is the mystery of my existence mm-hmm. which is the phase i'm going on. i've been watching arrow which oh cool. was like on cw yeah sure yeah i I like the guy who plays the main lead and hate almost everyone else, but I love him. That was me and, and
1: Dexter. <laughs> Stephen Amell. Yeah, well, the, his, the girl who plays
2: his sister was just, at, at the point of, the, of Dexter, was almost, for me, maybe the worst actress I've ever seen in my life. Every side character was terrible. She was exceptionally bad at acting.
3: <laughs> um, I'm,
2: I, and I've seen her in pretty good stuff since. Yeah. I wonder sometimes if it wasn't the direction of, like, we're going to play this cheesy. I don't know. If, but it, if it was, I I, it, that was a It made me mistake. stop watching Dexter. But uh, I would tell you, if the, you know, what's funny, the more I think about it when we've been talking with the nature of Messiah being that you don't know if he is or if he isn't, yeah. for it to end without an answer may have been perfect. Okay. Because had if they answered like it, it destroys us one way or another. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It ruins it one way or another. Would that be a like way finding out if I've there really is God? i never recommended to anyone who didn't love it yeah, but I've never really. Rec- I've always told them like, but don't watch it, and then they watch it anyway. Yeah. and then everyone's also like, yeah, you can't end like that. Yeah, you can't. You can't build up to a moment that never yeah. sees any form of fruition. Um, okay. Shows hey. I love. I always recommend uh, Queen's Gambit. We just watched it for like the third time. I think. Nice. I I know. I stopped. I only started counting at some point because it got ridiculous, and I stopped counting. <laughs> so creepy. I've seen The West Wing over 30 times from start to finish. Okay. Oh, I love that show. Well, for a four or five year period, it was all I watched. It was always on. I was working, especially f- from home during the beginning of COVID. So it would go on at about 10 in the morning. It'd go off at about five at night. And when the series ended, I'd just start over. especially think during the, the Trump administration, I needed some sort of escapism mm-hmm. away from reality. That. And yeah. that was like, that is the idealism we all love of, of at least like people who are trying you know what I mean, and I recently started West Wing again, and um, it 's on HBO, which is cool because there's certain things that Netflix edited out of the original, mm. sometimes to give the other side a quality argument to make the show more um, debatable, huh. the way Aaron Sorkin wrote it, and aaron sorkin's my favorite writer, but like the famous debate in season um, six or seven between Santos and the Republican candidate who 's Oh, who's the guy who plays him? We all we all love him. He's genius. But I have no idea. Um uh, they made it, Netflix made it seem like it was a liberal beatdown. Which right. was all like they're all great points, and I've like memory banked him for life for when those issues come up. But HBO put all those minutes back in, and it's made like the series Ooh, new cool. to me, which is cool. It's like, you know, it's yeah. a, it's the extended cut. Um any plugs? Watch The West Wing if you never have. It's the greatest no, for you. It's, it's the greatest TV show ever. You got any, any plugs for yourself? Not in me right now, no. No? Um, I'm comfortably sitting here. <laughs> boy, oh boy, oh uh, boy. I, uh, As if you can't be caught. I, I, th- I make videos on YouTube these days, man. Where's your channel? Bo Tyler makes music. There it is. And it's Bo spelled the right way.
0: Bo spelled the right way makes music. <laughs> you should
2: lengthen it, make it longer. Bo the right way. Bo spelled the right way makes music. I think my Instagram something says it's Bo but Frenchified or something like that. <laughs> like, like Bo Jackson, but Frenchified. Um Man, I don't know. I uh, that's I've cool. been reading more than anything lately. Fair. I go in I go in phases and I'm reading Atlas six right now and I'm just all the way in on it. Oh, we're good on picks. We got plenty of picks. I was wondering about plugs. Oh, Plugs. Yeah, yeah I lost the plot. It's all good. getting a contact. Hilton, what do you got in here? Yeah, Queen's Gambit. I like Arrow.
1: There's a – I'm going to do some more comic reviews, man. I've been doing a little comic suggestions the last couple of weeks. I'm going to keep it going. We've got a brand new series about The Incredible Hulk that Marvel just launched with a new number one written by Philip Kennedy Johnson who just took over the Green Giant after writing Superman for a couple of years over at DC. And this has been a fun book. I just read the first issue yesterday. It's a whole new status quo for the Hulk uh, coming on the heels of a kind of – Less than loved uh, series uh, written by a guy named, uh, I want to say Ryan Otley, but I think he was the artist, but never mind. And that series was on the heels of a very much loved and touted uh, series called The Immortal Hulk. So we had The Immortal Hulk, which was great. Then a book just called Hulk, which everyone was kind of like, eh. And after a year, Marvel wrapped that up early. And now we have a brand new The Incredible Hulk. When was The Immortal? Uh, maybe two or three years ago. Oh, okay. Uh, it ran from about 2018 to I think 2022. You know, there was a long time in the 80s where Hulk Hogan went by
0: was like known as the Immortal Hulk Hogan. Uh, I'm sure there was. Which one was yeah. the
2: Eric Bana one? Uh, that was a movie was just, just, called just called Hulk. Hulk. Yeah. yeah, I only remember that one because they, they were like they screwed the- up. They screwed up the audio on like a million of the discs shipped, and I had one of them. Mm-hmm. It's where it didn't have the central audio and surround sound, which means you could hear everything except for what they were saying. Oh God and it was like a whole thing and i felt really bad for him that movie <laughs> was bad that was part him. of the reason the movie tanked is because of all uh, the the loss in sales from the dvd that These movie was bad this
1: new uh comic series the incredible hulk by philip kennedy johnson has been off to a great start the idea behind it is they are seeking uh, they are sicking some of the strongest and most feral monsters of the marvel universe to take down the hulk so some true uh, fights between equally matched beasts are ahead of us uh, in the book, and I think that uh, that should uh, cater to the 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 need for some high action in a book like that. And it's going to give us a chance to really see him interacting with some characters that we don't normally see, because you don't normally see the kind of spooky dark side of uh, of the Marvel Universe interacting with the Hulk as much. So. I'm on board uh, great art, uh, a real kind of dark gritty art style and a lot of characters that I just don't see a lot uh, in in the corners of the Marvel U that I read. So
0: at this point, where is uh, where is uh, the Hulk and Bruce Banner as far as like being able to control? Is he like at that you know, I can switch it on and off when I want to. Is it still part of you know? Are are we so, in a, like it happens when I don't want it like a, I will like give a, you a little like bit a of school boner. G- <laughs> this
2: was all. This was all just a chance to say school boner. You were working towards that. I really wasn't seconds. to be honest. But, <laughs> but once well, it,
0: what you got there, once you got that there. window opened, I was like, well, I'm, I gotta. <laughs>
1: i will uh i will give a quick recap of how absurd the hulk has gotten uh god that will answer in a largely i don't 100 percent know and i'm excited to find out okay cool but in the immortal hulk uh they had kind of reached an agreement uh both banner and the hulk were fully articulate intelligent creatures who could speak banner lived by day and the hulk came out at night it was that simple so, when Bruce, the immortal so he was Hulk, like a werewolf. When the Immortal Hulk ended, if you want to know more about that, you can find the Immortal Hulk written by Al Ewing on your local comic book shelves. In the follow-up series, Hulk, here's where it gets wild. Well, I was just going to say, here's, my
0: first question was like, when he in the morning, save, does Bruce Banner save feel it, like refreshed?
1: Save your question, it okay, gets weirder. I'm sorry. In the sequel, Is in the like series Hulk, Banner split the Hulk up into three parts. The Hulk's body became a starship.
2: Why? As you do.
1: Banner's psyche became the pilot of the starship. And Hulk's sense. psyche became the engine, the engine yeah. of the starship. It's the it's the trinity. It's the holy trinity. That series is the one that just like ended. It. Yeah. it only ran for about 12 issues because fans rebelled. So because after coming on... A, 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 and the day and night thing is honestly... There's a lot more it's to so that series, dumb. but it was so see, beloved that people rejected this so hard. But I got to tell you, I kind of liked it.
2: Really? I don't need to see it to know you're wrong. Explain, Understand how many God, people had to hear that idea and said, that sounds great. I'd like to find it. It was
1: so fucking weird. Yeah. Whenever whenever
0: it's definitely weird. When Starship (laughs) Hulk
1: would fly, which essentially was like do anything. Boot shoes. You would see Psyche Hulk fighting like stronger and stronger Uh, enemies. uh, And when Banner wanted him to like go faster or harder, he would like you know put it into the next gear, which would throw tougher challenges at Hulk Psyche. It was fucked up. That is fucking. It's so it, it was like an acid dream. Anyway. This new one, I don't 100% know. All I know is that when... He turned into the Hulk at one point. It did not seem like he had any control in the situation, and I'm, like I said before, I'm excited to find out where it goes. Word up. What about plugs? Uh, Second Friday of every month. If you guys aren't coming to the Starlight Comedy Night, then you are missing out, and we are having another great one like we always do on Friday, July 14th. I've got Spencer Mills. I've got Casey Malone coming back to the stage at the Starlight. So psyched to have her back, and we've got our friend Bradley McPherson coming back. Always a pleasure to see him as well. Laura and I bringing you the best of local and regional comics to the starlight every month second friday and of course if you need to hear more of my dulcet tones listen to the people person paper podcast with me and host brian Sittler talking about every episode of the office we are deep in season six and we finally like it uh i think coming on the heels of double date and now murder the season six is finding its groove and we're having a good time uh you need even more of me check out okay geek where i'm going to get even deeper into the comics uh the video games as well i've got some more stuff on that philip kennedy johnson run of hulk And uh, we are going to be talking a little bit about Tears of the Kingdom on the next episode that's going to be coming out in just a couple days. Nice. And if you are sick of me, but you want to know what the fuck could spawn a Hilton, Stories with Mom is where we sit down with my 73-year-old mother and hear stories of her growing up and becoming the weird and wild woman she is today. Uh, All sorts of weird guest stars uh, along the way uh, from fucking Frank Sinatra to Mick Jagger to um, Joe Namath two episodes ago. Uh, She meets the weirdest people. Uh, and she tells us all about it every week. So come, it. come listen to all the go shows ahead. on the OLA Ministries network.
2: And uh, and you know I, I forgot earlier if you're not into podcasts like the People Persons or uh, People Persons uh, Paper Podcast Paper, Paper Podcast you, you'll really dig you might dig my podcast which is the uh, the the Pothead People's uh, Podcast Persons and it's you know that's it HBO's Thursday nights at seven there we yeah go. yeah there. yeah it's right after John Oliver first ever HBO or just podcast. check out the People Persons Paper Podcast nice people papal pay- pay- podcast Paypal podcast yes. we reviewing every
1: oh, new show every single pope robes. every leader of the catholic church <laughs> covered week to week this week so excited we are talking about Pius the yeah. second
2: this one sucked too uh, <laughs> all evil rapists and in our next episode peter or jesus yeah. who was the better pope yeah
1: That's right. spoilers it
2: was peter <laughs> um
0: Becky and I just watched uh Based a on a True Story yeah. on Peacock. Oh yeah? Uh I think yeah, pretty sure it's yeah, it Peacock Yeah, it's Peacock. Did you hear who's coming to Peacock? Who? It's a bee. I know! right after I bought it for twenty dollars. Of course. Yeah, at least it was only twenty. Like it was like forty when it came out. And yeah. then they were
1: like, get it for twenty before it's on peacock. By the only time a Nintendo thing goes on sale.
0: Uh, you know what though, I don't mind because like it did at least come with like some extra shit, you know, like there's some bonus features, like
2: kind of like having a DVD back in the day. But hmm. uh, even if Peacock eventually doesn't have it, we'll still be able to watch it. I get I get a little let down every time I open that app and their theme song that loads isn't Katy Perry's is like, I wanna see your peacock. <laughs> 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 That's what um, I want to hear. But yeah, it's uh, Kaylee Cuoco and the guy
0: who was the record producer or the record uh, executive person. Um, that's not that doesn't control this. Click on Christian Slater because I love him. Keep no, uh, when in the Walton Goggins movie in the what is it Hilton? What was it called? Oh, that was Dreaming Wild. So the guy who played the record executive that okay. comes down to meet him, he's in based on a true story. He's the male lead of that. Okay. Um, and it basically is playing off of the um, obsession with uh, murder podcasts and true crime podcasts, uh, and it's What's it called? it's called based on a true story. That's cool. It's actually super funny. It's really good. I've become a huge fan of Kaylee Cuoco uh, ever since the flight attendant. Um, she's, she's really great. versatile, and yeah, she's really, really, really good. Well, I I
2: I, I unashamedly like The Big Bang, so I, that's fine. That, I think she's you're, great. you're allowed to be great. wrong. That's fine. <laughs> but if she is great, you though. get the jokes. <laughs> <laughs> the references. I'm kidding.
1: How long have we been recording? Too long.
2: What time is it? One third. Uh, two hours.
1: An hour and a half of you telling us that your opinions are right. I know what i on. Like I like the Big I, Bang I've Theory. No, well, have you
2: not listened to anything else I've said? Baroon Five's great. Disco's awesome. I will, I will allow. I've been walking a running joke here for 90 <laughs> minutes, and that's what it fucking <laughs> took you to get there. I no. don't love Maroon 5. The Big Bang sucked. Where have you? No, I'm kidding. I like all right. this. <laughs> oh, no, that's man. been part of my lightening up phase of just being like, I love it. Is this going to make me giggle? Yeah. I got. I think I, I, I spent too long in my youth of caring about things that were really heady, yeah. and it's almost like I burned my brain out, and I'm like, I need to not think for 10 years. For sure uh and i and i watch a lot of kid shows with my daughter fair oh my god care bears is so good well watch uh (laughs) watch
0: based on a true story and then listen to all the podcasts on the ola ministries network uh and if you're out there and you uh love these dulcet tones and you want somebody to cut a radio ad for you hit me up at zampinoproductions at gmail.com
2: or you can come see if him. you need is an ad. Us?
0: If you need an ad for your 2023 Chevy
2: Zendaya <laughs> is this right? Should I? Why don't we just tell them your address so they know where they can come see you? No, we're Absol- at 2030. Really no,
0: <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ,
3: <laughs> what's wrong with you? Take it from me, I love you. <laughs>